The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. I'm Janet Dickelman. I'm the Convention Coordinator for American Council of the Blind. And this is the third in a series of three community calls that we've been hosting just to get your feedback regarding the 2023 conference and convention. We will still be doing the convention survey. And of course, we still want you to uh, complete the survey. But we wanted to give you opportunities to just speak about what your convention feedback is, uh, positive suggestions, you know, suggestions, negative, positive changes, anything that you feel you'd like us to hear, this is, this is the time to do it. And I want to thank Katie Frederick, who's going to be our note taker today. And uh, Steve is our Zoom host. So we're just going to have people raise their hands and we'll call you in turn. Um, we would like to have hear from people we have not heard from initially. So if someone wants to speak for a second time, we will call on you if time allows. So Steve, do we have any raised hands at this moment? I bet we already do. Do you have some numbers that you need to uh, take uh, well care of also? Uh, we've got uh, someone who is iPhone. Uh, if you'll tell oh, us who boy. you are, and uh, you're first. <laughs> Hello, my name is Denise. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. And I'm sorry, what was your name? Denise. Oh, Denise. Go ahead, Denise. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if you wanted just my name or wanted me to go ahead with what I wanted to say. Um, okay, so. Um, on the um, exhibits, um, I felt that the music was way too loud at the beginning when the uh, exhibits were being introduced. You're talking about on the exhibitor loop, the recording that we had? Yes. Okay. Um, and But I, I have to say that the virtual sessions were excellent. I enjoyed many, many of those. Good. Well, I'm glad. So you did. And, and I was going to add, I'm going to ask everybody also. So you attended virtually or were you in person also, Denise? No, I was virtual. Okay. So virtual. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Thank you. And okay, next up, we have area code 412. All right. Area code. Area code four one two. Are you, you able me? to unmute? Yes, uh, we can. Now we can. Yes. And who are we speaking with? Jerry Rogers. Um, I'm so, and uh, did um, you attend I, in person or virtually? I was virtual. Virtual. Okay. Um, my sister and I are both retired this year, and so this is the first time we've ever attended the ATB convention. Ah. Even though it was virtual, um, we were very impressed by how everything ran smooth. Um, I heard other people on the first call say that they were um, felt that the sound quality over Zoom was very good this year compared to other years. And so I just wanted to confirm that. Well, thank you so much and welcome. And I hope it won't be your last convention. No, I don't think so, but it will be virtual probably. Well, thank you for being a part of this call. Thank you very Anything much. Anything else? Next up, we have area code 508. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is Jane You're Perry calling from Falmouth, Massachusetts. Greetings from Cape Cod. Hello, everybody. I attended my third ACB conference virtually, and hopefully next year I will be in Jacksonville. I have a few things. I can't wait for my 
survey to come out. First of all, Janet, you are absolutely, absolutely extraordinary, well, extraordinary. Well, and I know everybody compliments you. I, I know that you. that's you not are, true, but thank you very much. The preview messages were great. I liked the um, emails that I received the day before, so I knew which the Kelly emails, Zoom yes, sessions I could attend, and also the standard was um, the day before the email that was great. The newspaper. Um, a couple of things that I think that I would like to see maybe improved. Um, one is the vendors. Uh, the vendor showcase on the ACB meter was great. That thing they had on Channel 6. However, in the past, there's always been a section for the phone numbers and emails for the vendors. So if you want to get in touch with them after the conference. That was not available. Also, the mini mall was not promoted like it has been in the past. As far as resolutions, the week before was fantastic idea. Uh, again, I think they need to be simplified, a little bit more explained better, no anachronisms. And also, what we do out here for our town meetings is in our town meeting booklet, we have a section that gives an explanation and it also tells you why you should vote for it in the affirmative and vote for it in the negative. And as far as general sessions, we're great, but if you're going to have questions and answers, it should be for every session, not just some. And I know people have to get to it, but also as far as we do have a parliamentarian, that I think that people need to have a little bit more knowledge about parliamentary procedures about how to make motions and amendments and what they're all about. And I believe our and executive and director is on, Mr. Spoon. Thank you very much for making your remarks about the Foundation Fighting Blindness because I have been a member of the Foundation Fighting Blindness since 1988 when I was diagnosed. And it has been my dream for them to finally come to ACB convention because they are dealing with research and genetic counseling and I also found out I had a rare syndrome. And it has been a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I hope they come back and I hope they become a partner. So Good, yeah, we were, we were happy to have them. Taking my call. I don't you know how, are they welcome. how you found them because they do have an office in Iowa, but their major office is in, is in Maryland. So yep, they, thank you they again actually, for having them and having them as a vendor. And they actually reached out. They actually reached out to us, so that was that was wonderful. I yes. think that's fantastic, and I have an email to this gentleman to tell him that. So I have been in touch with the FFB because I am a life member, and Good. I have a I don't a carrying card, but I carry with me every <laughs> single day. That if anything ever happens to my eyes, they go to the research to the Foundation Fighting Blindness. So I am just absolutely wonderful. thrilled that it happened on Fourth July. Thank you very much. Good. And thank you for having You're me. You're welcome, Jane. Take care. Take All care. Right. Bye now. All right. Next up, we have Agnes. Agnes, hello. Hello. And were uh, you virtual or were you? Yeah, I, I was virtual. Okay. I was virtual. Um, I thought that this year the sound quality of Zoom was much better, um, but I still wish there would be a way to even shorten the, you know, convention even more. When we had those business meetings and such, it made for a long night. <laughs> and uh, um, also, I I would have liked to have seen, you know, at the convention and been able to participate in at the convention, uh, the two events that Braille Revival League did. But, you know, they said they couldn't hybrid those. And I, I don't know what the answer is, but maybe there'd be a way, there'd be a way to do more hybriding of things that we met this year, uh, didn't see this year. And I was curious about something. Why was it decided not to have um, the another general session on Sunday? All right. I can answer a couple of your questions. Uh, the reason it was decided not to do a general session on Sunday was an, an, basically an AV decision because if there are issues during Saturday evening's general session and then we turn around and do a general session Sunday morning, that causes a lot of 
issues for our AV group. Mm -hmm. And they really asked if we could have that morning off so that they could make sure that the sound quality of our general session was was good. So that was a request by AV. And uh, a lot of people seemed to like having the two breakout sessions on Sunday morning, the two, the two, the two consecutive concurrent breakout sessions. So the four breakout sessions on Sunday morning, but that's something that, you know, we'll certainly, certainly consider. And you talked about shortening the convention. Um, What would you, any suggestions on that? I don't know how to tell you how to do okay. it, but I know years ago, you know, they, you'd come in and I, I think, as I understand it, it was like maybe just a little bit over a week, you know, and cause we didn't have the zoom and we didn't have all the pre zoom stuff. And one other comment I want to make is I was very impressed with how the general sessions were kept moving. Um, they seem to stay on time much better than I've than I've seen them do in you know in the yeah. past. Thank you. Deb Deb did a really good job. And you know, because we do have Zoom now and we have the availability for everyone to vote, you know, it does take a little bit longer than just having people who are able to vote during our general sessions and discuss resolutions during our general sessions, which is what we were doing until, you know, through 2019. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of a, you know, it's it's a trade, but I understand and I, I understand about convention fatigue and we certainly are looking at, you know, anything that we can do to, you know, so let make sure you put all this information on the convention survey. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, next up is Amanda. Amanda. Hi, Jana. Hello. <laughs> well, I attended. What does Next Generation have to say and Miss Amanda? Oh, well, I think Next Gen had such, um, so, just such a blast planning this year. Um, all, we, we've received a lot of positive feedback um, from all the attendees, but I, I want to talk about you for a little bit. And ACB for a little bit, and that's it's, it's all good. I promise. I'm gonna save <laughs> some of it for the fi- the feedback, but I I promise it's all good. I want to first of all um, just commend um, all the Zoom hosts we had and the room facilitators yes. we had because you all did great. Um, that's not an easy job plugging people in um, to to do. Um, all of that and it, it's it's a puzzle more so now than it probably ever has been um to do all that um another thing on the av side was i i too thought the sound was wonderful um and i i you know the only things that i thought went wrong that went wrong was when someone would say rick do you have this to play and Rick would be like, no, I don't have it, but it was kind of like a last minute thing and he didn't know about it. So um, you have to go with what you know. Um, on the, another thing on the AV side was uh, from a low vision perspective, I absolutely loved having um, the ability to see what was going on both in the um, general session when you all had them and when you all um, were in the hybrid rooms, the I hybrid was actually, rooms, yeah. yes, that was amazing. I appreciate that. I know that this is a group of people that don't think that appearance um, matters sometimes, but it really does because the low vision community really is growing every single day. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to look at the screen. I want to see what they're doing. Yes, even though it runs my phone battery down. <laughs> I love it. Um, love, loved every bit of it. Love the sound on that end as well. Um, the next thing is, I just, I, 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 I'm just so thankful for Kelly and her constant communication every day. Yep. Um, on the email list, I love the idea of having a convention attendees email list. I thought that probably made y'all's life like 50 million it, times it did. easier. It was, it was <laughs> like one of those things that when we decided to do it, it was like, oh yeah, why didn't we do this before? Yeah. So that was, so yes, yeah, so I, I sure appreciated Kelly doing that. Thank yes. 
And I just, Janet, I, every year, I just appreciate the outpouring of support that you give affiliates because um, I feel like you give them your whole entire, not just brain, but your heart. And it's like as soon as you get information, you pass it on. And the only, the only suggestion that I have is to just please, please, please keep having the SIA circle meetings with us affiliate presidents um, and pass that on to Deb. Because I think it's really important um, and I think it's paid off a whole lot when you when you have all of us on Zoom together to help yep. keep us all well-informed and it, it, it's just great. And um, the business side of convention, I know, girl, you don't take care of that. So I'll save all that for the folks. That, <laughs> well, you can, you can mention it here. We're I, taking notes to pass okay. it on. So. Okay. Um, I will say I loved having resolutions the, um, the week before because I didn't have to yell at a bunch of people. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, was, I, I got to plan my own snacks and I got to you know, walk around my house and take breaks while I, you know, had my earbuds in. So I'm, I'm grateful for all of that. Um, I'm, I am so thankful that the resolutions committee and the um, uh, constitution and bylaws committee and the voting task force are just, they're just at all an outpouring um, wealth of knowledge. They know how to explain this better than, um, most of us on this call, I would say. So I'm, I'm grateful for them as a resource. Um, and I'm thankful for the way that we did business. The only complaint I have about that is that um, as an affiliate president, um, I had to explain to people, well, we, okay, don't, don't cast your votes yet. Um, we have to wait until whenever the voting was open. And I kind of felt like, we were done with resolutions and con and buy on that Friday. Um, and I kind of felt like we should have just maybe went ahead and voted on that, like as soon as we could have, um, instead of waiting two weeks. And I know that vote now is complicated. I'm not going to go against that, but that's the only thing is that I think we need to, when we're, we're ready to vote, I think we need to be ready to vote and vote okay. and do it. <laughs> and that's all I got, girl. All right. Well, that's that's a lot. And thank you very much, Amanda. You're right, welcome. Next up, is, next up we have Kayla Chanel. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought I put my hand down. Um, but hello. And I just, I think, well, I have lots of, uh, positive feedback about the convention and a lot of it's already been said but um yeah the sound was great um, and were you in person or were you virtual i was virtual okay um i i really yeah um i enjoyed hosting general sessions but that's another that's a separate thing um <laughs> that yeah so but i'm glad and you did a great job thanks um and Oh, I just, I was losing my train of thought. So, oh, I definitely, so um, last week, one of our um, attendees, Phil Jones, made a comment that it would be great if we could kind of spread some convention sessions throughout the year so we could accommodate more uh, virtual and, and different things. And I know that's kind of in, in the future, and I know Deb is looking at the future it would have also been great to have some evening programming. I mean, believe it or not, sure, I streamed all day, but I also was like, oh, all of a sudden I was done, you know, from uh, five o'clock on. So, and I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then the the only sound that wasn't the uh, that was a bit problematic was the banquet, but I know they're aware of that, um, and they might and they'll fix that. Um, I didn't particularly care for the banquet speaker, but I'm glad that there were many that were. And uh, I, I know, I've heard you've got mixed feedback on that too. Um, oh yes, I loved how Deb ran things. I mean, everything just went together yep. so well. It was coordinated. It, you know, it didn't really feel like the sessions, the general sessions, drug on too much. So it it just went really well. And 
Deb is perfect for the job and has the right, you know, um, (laughs) can do get it done, but yet she is, you know, values input and sensitive and all that. So, um, I, I liked it and I can't think of anything else for the moment. I will definitely fill out the convention survey, but thank you very much for taking Well, you're welcome. Hey, next up is Ron Brooks. Ron Brooks. Hi there. And before Ron starts, um, I'm the moderator over in Clubhouse, and we do have hands over here as well. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, we'll take we'll take Ron, and then we'll go to Clubhouse. Okay. All right. Um, thank you. Um, I was a uh, an in person attendee, and um, I, I'm I'm just going to say. I thought that the convent, it was great in, in a lot of ways, um, but time's our most precious commodity. So I'm going to focus on constructive feedback. Um, so it's going to sound constructive, hopefully, uh, but, it, but I loved the convention. I loved being there. It was great. Um, and I thought a lot of things went well. Um, just for the record, I thought the volunteers were phenomenal. Yes. Um, and I just want to acknowledge that because I don't think it's been said, at least not on this call. Um, so I didn't attend the virtual convention because I live in the West and I have to work. And, um, and, and you know, everybody has those challenges. And what I would suggest is that, that we have Zoom, we have Vote Now. We have all these this technology that allows us to do business at our at our in-person convention in a hybrid format. And all of the business conducted, you know, the general sessions, um, all of those were a true hybrid. So I would like to strongly suggest that we agree that business gets conducted at the in-person portion of the convention. So that all of us, including those of us who live in the West, can participate in the business of the organization, because most of us can't take two weeks off. Um, I think that the virtual portion of the conference is best suited for the reading of resolutions and constitution changes, which have to be read once in advance anyway by constitution. I think it's good for informational content. Um, but I think business should take place at the convention um, because then everybody can participate virtually who was already going to participate virtually. And those of us who take time off and pay the money to travel to be in person can also participate uh, equally. Um, I would like to see us use our business, our general sessions wisely. They did run on time, and Deb is a good runner of meetings, um, but I don't think the content was particularly good, um, and I don't think we got as much done um, as we could have. Um, specifically, we spent a lot of time asking people, are you speaking for or against the resolution or the, or whatever the business was? And I think on one of them, I actually timed it. We spent more than 10 minutes just trying to organize five people for five people against or three or four whatever it was um, and explaining and re-explaining the process and we we have to find a more efficient way to use everybody's time um, because we're all there and we're all spending money to be there or we're taking time to be there so i think there's ways to make that more efficient and we need to find them Um, i'd like to see us do more to make the in-person portion of the conference um, have uh, fewer conflicts between the general session and other activities. Um, The general session was poorly attended. um, And I'd like to see us really, really focus on how to make it well attended. um, Because that's where, I mean, that's our organization. Um, That's what sponsors you know, look at is how many people are there, how many people are attending. Um, I would like to see us get rid of the reading of sponsor, uh, you know, the individual sponsors at conference. I don't believe that anybody desires to hear a list of 200 names. Um, I was a sponsor and I don't need to hear, hear my name read. I don't think most sponsors care. 
and those who care, maybe, you know, they can, I mean, that's their thing. Um, but I did, I think that's a waste of everyone's time. Um, I'd like to see us put back pre-entertain, pre-conference entertainment. Um, it's not only nice to feature members, it's also a nice sound cue to find the hall. Um, and I think that the filter for the general session should be business done as efficiently as possible and very high value informational content. Um, anything that doesn't meet those filters should not be there um, because it's it, the time is too precious for everybody who's in the room. Um, and Jan, I've, I, I gave you a ton of feedback separate. Yes. I'm not going to waste right. your time. But, well, it's not a um, waste. I just wanted yeah, to say that. Yeah, no, I don't want to repeat it. But I, I do really, really believe, I'm, I am going to say one more thing. And it's hard and no one's going to want to hear it, but I'm going to say it anyway. We have to do something about the angel presentations. Um, our organization is aging. Um, we are going to have more and more and more of these. They take a lot of time. I think there's. I think they should be done virtually so that people are acknowledged. And so everybody can partake, participate who chooses to, but doing them at general session takes a lot of time. And, and I'm not sure uh, if that's really resonating for a lot of our members. And I think we need to be respectful of the people who are there and who are listening. Um, and I, I just think that, uh, I'm just saying, I mean, I just think that's not a good use of our, of our collective time. That's it, I'll leave it there. Thank you, Ron. All mm -hmm. right, let's see what we've got in who we've got in Clubhouse. Let's take a couple Clubhouse questions. All right, and I currently have four hands. Up first is Monica, followed by Tony. Go ahead, All Monica. All right, Monica. Hi, Janet, and everyone. And you attended, um, I attended virtually, right? I I attended virtually, and I really loved convention. I was a host for several sessions, and I, the sound quality was great. Um, I, 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 as a host though, I, I do feel that it would be great, like Chanel said, to have a session in the evening, but maybe it could be a listen only because after hosting a couple of events, it's, you, you kind of get zoom fatigued a little bit, but, um, that's, that's just me. So I'd like having a session in clubhouse where you could listen like the RSVA showcase or something like that, that would have been cool. And my other suggestions are two. One, I miss having an invocation during services, during um, general session. I don't think it was there this year or the year before. I can't remember the first virtual that we all did. And two, if there could be more mic runners for the in-person session with people that are in person and in Zoom, it seemed like it took a little more time for people to get mics run over to them to speak. And those are my suggestions. It was a great convention. Thank you. Thank you, Monica. Okay. All right. Thanks, Monica. And how many of these hands would you like for me to go? We'll, we'll, do, one, we three we'll do one more now and then we'll come back. Perfect. So up next is going to be Tony. Hello, Janet. Hey, um, Tony. Um, I did virtually. And um, I say everything was great. Um, like they said in the afternoon, you know, more stuff in the afternoon because things got cut out about five o'clock. The um the um general session, it was it it was it was fantastic. The general session was fine. Fantastic. The um, sound was just, oh my God, I just couldn't believe the sound. The sound was great. So, and uh, um, the banquet, um, I enjoyed the speaker. He was good. He was good. And the only thing that was in the banquet was um, when they got ready to applause, it got cut out. Ah. You know, so that's that's my only and um you know that's my only and um dj wants to speak hello janet and hello everybody hello and uh, so oh, okay here we go so um i thought overall the convention was great and my first take was when i started listening in the beginning 
I thought to myself, boy, oh boy, Jacksonville, we we we, we got a we got a job ahead of us. I'm hoping that we can be just as uh, a quarter of the, you know. And I and I said, wow, this is this is something else. I want to commend you, Janet, for uh, your part that you played in um, getting everyone registered that needed to be registered and handling what you needed to handle for all those that were hosts and facilitators of the sessions. It was great. Uh, the um, as the general the general session was fantastic. Uh, Tony was able to see because um, she is low vision. She was able to see. Uh, things on her camera that she, what she wasn't able to see last year. And I, too, agree, and I had noticed it, that, uh, and this is, I guess, the minister coming out of me, uh, an invocation would have been uh, great to start this session along with the salute of the flag. Um, by and large, I don't have too much of any complaints, but uh, the, um, the resolutions things was kind of long and what have you. But uh, other than that, by and large, I thought the convention was great. Looking forward to Jayville next All year. All right. Looking forward to see you guys. All right. So, Sounds good. And House, we'll be back to you in a few minutes. Let's take a couple more from the Zoom room, and then we'll come back to Clubhouse. All right. Next up in Zoom is David Kingsbury. David. Oh, David. David, you're still muted. <clears throat> David, can you unmute? Or maybe we'll go on to the next person and then we'll get you in a minute, David. Okay. Uh, next uh, I'm is sorry. I'm here oh, now. Oh, there I you go. Okay. I'm sorry. I had not done the got it button. And uh, I, I hesitate to say, can you hear me? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I know how tired people are that I I started by saying um, what you didn't hear was, you know, again, kudos to the organizers. Janet, you always do an amazing job of keeping people posted, uh, communicating. Kudos to the um, the Zoom hosts yes. who get second guessed a lot, particularly <laughs> by those who simply don't know how to use Zoom. But, you know, there, there are challenges with the hybrid meetings and all. And by the way, I was, you know, I was remote or hybrid the whole uh, time ACB Media did a great job. There were a, a few of the um, panel sessions that I particularly found informative. Uh, Ron Brooks was on a few moments ago. I got a kick out of that one um, where they did, you know, uh, do's and don'ts of organizing meetings. He did a good job uh, yes. of being rather obnoxious there, as were the <laughs> others, and, and that was great. Um, I was also very impressed and interested and maybe lost a little confusion when there was that panel on the um, the whole contentious issue of licensing with, what's it, ACP, uh, you know, all that. Uh, oh, ACVREP. Yeah, the whole the uh, alphabet soup uh, thing there. Uh, that helped me understand a little bit how more complex that issue was. Um, a few words about resolutions. Um, I really think uh, people should look at the standing rules for how those are conducted, because if I counted up right, you know, from beginning to, to the end, including voting, spent maybe 13, 14 hours on resolutions, four of which on one single contentious one. And this year, if, if my memory is, is not incorrect, there were actually fewer resolutions this year um, than in previous years. And there was one. Your memory is correct. Yeah. And there was con one contentious one. And I imagine in previous years, there have been more than one contentious one. And I, I think a few things that could be looked at in the standing rules. Uh, one, I've never really understood the logic of why, um, why one would extend debate. If five people for and five people against can't get their points made, then there's something wrong with their arguments or the resolution. And we take 10 or 15 minutes simply to vote on whether you should extend, extend debate. Um, so why extend debate when 10 people can take a shot at saying why one should be for or against a resolution? 
A second thing is, and again, maybe there's Robert's rules, things that we are slaves to that we must abide by, but I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and then this was an issue that made for that one uh, resolution taking so long. Um, should people be free to amend a resolution right there? Or maybe you can amend it and just those who initially said, propose it, say, okay, that's a friendly amendment. We'll take that because if you propose an amendment to a resolution, then boom, that guarantees two, three hours. And, and in that one contentious one, half the time people didn't know what they were arguing for against. Were they arguing for, for uh, amending? Were they arguing for the original one? I think there was even an initial thing where the, the, the argument was, should we uh, forward this to one of the committees or something like that? So. Uh, I think people should take a serious look at um, that to, to sort of save a bit of time. Another thing that might be contentious, um, because it might be a little anti-democratic, and I could see why people might be against this, but if there are going to be people for and against, if, if somehow some of those people could maybe be pre-designated, and again, I, I don't know if that's feasible or not, uh, because some of the people arguing for or against, frankly, had nothing to say. Um, sorry to be blunt there. They were just sort of wasting time. Um, and then one last thing I'll say about resolutions. Um, I noticed at the very tail end of the board meeting, um, um, Clark and Swatha gave a report on last year's resolutions. I really think that report should be given before we consider a new year's wave of resolutions. I think one could learn something from what happened with past resolutions that could inform future resolutions. But if you do a resolutions report after we've gone through a whole bunch of resolutions, then it's just sort of a pro forma check the box exercise. I'd like to see something where we could actually learn, you know, what, what was done with previous resolutions? Why did one certain one simply not receive any follow-up whereas others succeeded? I'll say one last thing about resolutions, which is a positive thing. Even though I don't speak Spanish, I thought it was great that the resolutions were read in both English and Spanish because it really showed a commitment to yes. diversity. And I've been arguing, boy, we should save time, save time, this and that. But that was worth the few extra minutes uh, to hear it yes. in both languages. So I will thank, thank you for there. that, David. And I will, you know, we're taking notes, so we'll pass your suggestions on to the resolutions committee. Okay, thank you. All right. We'll take one more question here and then we'll grab a person or two in Clubhouse. Okay, next up is Terry Pacheco. Terry. Hello, Janet. First of all, I just want to commend you. And Terry was in person. I was in person, though we ended up doing a good bit of it from our hotel room, but uh, we were in person. And uh, so we kind of did a split of it in person and virtual. But I desperately want to, definitely want to commend you and Kelly and everyone who did put so much work into this convention. Um, I think that it overall went incredibly well. Uh, one of the things that I, a suggestion that's been made to me by at least four people that called me within about 12 hours of the banquet Uh and I, we felt the same, Frank and I both felt the same way as well, is if we, have to have, if we are going to have an inspirational speaker and it's something like that, we all thought would be a much better thing to have at the beginning of the convention. You have a keynote speaker or someone like that at your opening session, whether it's a member of Congress or or somebody like this inspirational speaker we had. Uh, but to do it at the beginning, because that's, you're trying to bring up people to get them, ex to get them excited and involved in the week ahead. Um, and then to do something at the end when everybody is brain dead, practically, <laughs> is the time to do something that's a lot of fun or something that's entertaining, whether it's, I, remember, I don't know if you were around back, in the days when that TV show, The Weakest Link, was was popular, we did something like that one year. We've had 
some fabulous entertainers. We had Doc Watson. We had that group in Alabama. Um, we've had a lot of very positive, upbeat, end of the convention, upbeat. And, and, and I think that's, I thought that was a very good um, suggestion from a lot of people. And it certainly was from us. All right. Um, and, and if we do have an inspirational speaker, it's someone who should know something about blindness and some of, and about our organization so that they're not preaching to the choir, if you will. Uh, as far as the AV was concerned, I think Rick and his crew just did a fabulous job this year. And overall, I think, I think it went quite well. I think there were things that, as with every convention, and I think I've been to 26, um, as with every convention, you, you learn from it what works, what doesn't work, what might work better this time. And I think there's a lot of learning that could be done from this one. And most of that I have in a list of things that I'm going to be sending to you anyhow. Right. Um, but I thank you all very much for doing these community calls. And I think that it's good that we're getting the feedback from our members because they're the ones who who are the organization and are the ones that need to that need to know more about ACB. And that was the other, one other negative, I'm afraid, is that the tours were just over the top too much um, in, a, in a couple of different ways. Um, I know my husband and son went on one and they did enjoy it, but it was just the Sunday afternoon. It wasn't a major uh, three hour drive or something type thing. And uh, so I think we, I do think we need to relook at, at the tours over overlapping too much of the business of the organization. And, and this year, because of the distances, enough, we did have some, you know, normally that's not the case, but we did have some tours and to do that pizza tour, we had to go early to do, you know, a couple right. of other things for distances, getting in and out of the city. And normally we don't have that much. Overlap, no, that's, that, that's true. That's true. And uh, actually, somebody suggested to me, why don't we start going back to we had started something at one time, ACB did a couple of uh during the year, uh, travel vacation type things. I know they we did at least once, and I think twice they did a cruise, that kind of thing. Maybe we ought to be looking at that, but places that are kind of out, not really in the metropolitan area of, area, of places where we are having conventions. I just thought that was an interesting thought. I hadn't, it hadn't crossed my mind at all, but it was something that came to me that someone came to me with recently. And, but overall, I just want to thank you for all the work that's gone into this year's convention. Right. I think you did a great job. Thank you, Terry. All right, let's go back to clubhouse for a minute. All right, we have two hands. And then all right, we'll, time we'll, I have something I would like to add. What? Um, you don't get to add. So, yes, of course. Go ahead. We'll do the two hands. Well, and I was supposed to be a participant. So, uh, <laughs> I just jumped in because of need. Um, up first, we have DJ, and then Janet will be after DJ. But go ahead, DJ. You may unmute. Is that right. our DJ friend? is still mute. So DJ is still um, muted, and it is a different DJ. So let's okay. go to Janet, and then we'll check back in with DJ if it's All right. Unmute. So go ahead, Janet. Hello, Janet. This is Janet. Hello. Nice to meet you. I, you I also. Went I went virtually um, clubhouse. Okay. And I, uh, I like, I love the convention. Good. But I think there should be, I think there should have been more in the afternoon. All right. Well, we've we've certainly heard that from a lot of people. So yes, all right. Thank you. All right. Have a, Anything have a else? great week. Anything nope. else, sir? All right. Thank you. Am I unmuted? Bye, Janet. Yep. And DJ. All on. right, DJ. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, 
a lot of things were covered. I'm not going to belabor them. They were good comments. Um, some of the, I think I'm <laughs> looking at a lot of the convention. Uh, now I did the whole thing virtual and made my choices to listen to some stuff, but I had some other things going on, uh, classes and such. So I'm waiting for the recordings. And I think if we look at last year's uh, convention and how much you guys learned from that, it really shows in this year's convention, all the improvements and stuff, information that you gathered and put together. I think that um, people who aren't interested in the long, the uh, I didn't mind the time that it took uh, you know, that we spent weeks in advance getting to listen and participate in different business things and d just how things are expected to run and all because people had a choice to listen. I think that it was very, very inclusive. I hope that others feel the same way that it, that because everything from, um, just the participating in voting and listening to the resolutions and stuff. People are learning how this all works. It's, you know, it's difficult because so many people are not familiar with the parliamentarian process. And a lot of people don't always know, quite understand uh, how to vote. They misunderstand, not just in the physical sense, but but I will make comments about resolutions. They don't know enough about the process, maybe, but that's okay. We're all allowed to vote, and and that's and uh, so for me, it's a reminder because I was a political science minor, and it's political science one hundred and one. The other thing that I was glad happened is that there was no invocation because not until everybody is included in it in an invocation, I don't think there should be one. Um, let's see what else might I might I add? Uh, not trying to be critical, but I, it just matter of fact. Um, and I thank you all for all that you did, because I like the resolution stuff. Um, I, I, I know I was up late and all that, and just in the planning and all that it takes. That's just part right. of how it all works. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay, next up in Zoom, we have Terry Suarez. Terry, you here? Yes, ma'am. I'm right. right here from my comfy couch in Florida. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. First of all, I want to say I will not repeat everything that's been discussed. And I just want to say, Janet, everyone needs to remember that you are a volunteer. And I don't know how many members are on your team. How many members are on your team? Well, when you, it depends what you're looking at. When you look at the actual convention committee, we have exhibits, we have volunteers, we have um, information desk, and we have tours, and we so, have margarine. Yes, so it's a small so, team. So would you say more than 50 or less than 50? No, oh, less than 50. Okay, well, thank you to everybody, and I hope your flowers survive. Yes, they and did. They they lasted the whole time I was at the convention. ACBDA gave me flowers at the board meeting. That's what she's talking about, which was very kind. So I attended live. It was my first true live convention because my first one in Omaha, <laughs> I was a COVID victim, um, but a survivor. I should be COVID survivor. Um, what I want to say is, is, Everything every year is getting better and better. I'm glad we have these meetings to have debriefing. My opportunities of improvement is just everyone take a deep breath when you go and just have fun. There was a lot of unclear expectations from others 
And, but overall, it was a great convention. Um, I personally had a moment when we were, I was honored to be selected the delegate to be in person, but I had a delegate team. And I feel it's important that when you work as a team, because together, everyone works together, everyone achieves more. That's what team stands for. And when I was um, saying thank you to um, Teresa um, and Veronica and Becky Dunkerson um, for being part of the delegate team, um, I was booed. And that was very disheartening. Um, I know we're all in a rush. Um, I know I hear a lot of people saying, you know, we need to have less time um, for our resolutions, less time for this, but that's what our foundation is all about. I've only been a member for three years um, and I'm super excited what our future leads, but I believe we need to focus on what our purpose is. And that is to bring unity, community and engagement. I said that wrong, didn't I? That's not it. What is it, Janet? <laughs> Voice, choice, and community. There it is. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's, we're all trying to work together to make things happen. And I have to do a shout out to your um, volunteer at the airport, um, Margaret. Is it Margaret? Margarine, yep. Margarine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, O'Hare flying out on Saturday. If it wasn't for um, a Latter-day Saint sister and um, Marjorie, um, I don't think we would have made it out of Florida with the storms that were coming in. And I just want to say thank you for all you've done. And just like DJ said, um, welcome to Jacksonville. And we are looking forward to all the things we learn in Omaha and Schaumburg to make it even a more smoother um, event. And um, I still want to look forward to talking to you about um, getting the CERT program involved, the Citizens Emergency Re Response Team. Um, I don't know if we had any medical emergencies this time, but wouldn't it be nice if you just stepped outside and there was um, a doctor? <laughs> um, but anyways, on that note, um, everyone, thank you for your time and all you do. And there's no site required to save a life. Find out how you can donate blood and platelets. Have a great one. Thank you. And I'm sorry, we kind of, you, you still had something you wanted to say in Clubhouse, didn't you? Um, I'm not in Clubhouse. I think no, I'm in Zoom. Me. Yes. Oh, oh, thank you. I'm muting. And I'm sorry, we, we cut yeah. you off. I know you had a comment, so go ahead and oh, then we'll go back to the- sorry. So most of mine are good. Um, and this is Kayla. I attended virtually. Um, my only suggestion is to have a person, a support person in person in each of the rooms to connect us to the virtual portion of the convention. Um, that was a huge struggle this year, um, getting programming started on time. So that is everything else I felt went really good. But that was the biggest struggle. So that's it. Thank, Thank you, you, Kayla. All right. Back to you, Steve. Okay. It's uh, Katrina up next. Hi, Katrina. Hey, how are you? Just fine. Um, good. I really appreciate your taking time to do this, um, all of you. Uh, it's really nice because somebody... Uh, said this earlier, you can see that y'all do listen. We have seen changes, so thank you. Um, I have a lot already written down, ready and waiting on the survey, but I thought I'd ask you a couple of things. Um, there, the audio was definitely better, but I have a couple of issues. Um, I thought there was going to be some way we could make contact with ACB media to say, hey, something's up. Can you do something about that? Um, was I wrong? Were, was there a way to do that? I, I'm, I'm sorry. With, with, oh. 
what was, sorry, what? With, with everybody in Jaws coming in and out, what was your, you said something about Saturday night with votes. What was, what was that? Oh, oh, not me. I didn't say anything about that. I said, I w thought that there was going to be a way that participants could make contact with ACB media to say, and by the way, I was virtual uh, participant. Um, and I couldn't find any way to do that. There was, for example, uh, two different presentations that audio was a problem. Uh, one of them was, goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, the, like you said, Jaws keeps talking. Um, there was a, a panel where Zelda and Greg and another person was talking. And I swear to goodness, Zelda's microphone was not working. You could hear her off in the distance. And I just wish there was a way we could have made contact with ACB Media who could have contacted the room to find out did she have a microphone? Was it working? So my question okay. is, is there a way to do that? Well, that's something we can thank you. That's that's a good that's a good comment. And we'll we'll look into that. So what you're saying is when you're in Zoom, if you can't hear from the room, is there a way to contact someone? Is that what you're saying? Hello? Um, I, I believe okay. that was your question, correct? Yeah. Am, are you still there? Yes. I, I'm sorry. I accidentally hit mute. Um, yes. If okay. I contacted the virtual desk, but she didn't know anyway how to contact. Okay. Um, so All it right. would be Good. great if you could do that. And Good one suggestion. other little quick one. Um, there, I think his name was Peter Hyde, and he had a very difficult time during general session getting close enough to the microphone. And I don't know the man, but maybe he's really tall or short. Is there a way that people could adjust the microphone so that we can hear them on the microphone? They they are a little adjustable. Yes, you can move them up or down. In My suggestion session, would be to encourage people to do that. Grab the microphone, try to move it, adjust it to your height. Because we know people up in front are doing that constantly. The people on the floor need to be encouraged to do it. Okay. Thank All you. right. Thank you. All right. I know we just have a few minutes left. So, oh, we don't have, we'll take, I guess we can take one last question, Steve. Okay. Well, the uh, next one is Jeanette. So, um, just from a um, perspective, um, those of us who were hosting in Zoom, if we saw an audio problem, we did let the room know and they got taken care of. But I think Chanel made a very good point. And the only other thing that I want to say is um, about the tours. I don't think the problem is too many, but I do think that people need to decide what is important to them regarding tours. And Sure, there's sometimes going to be overlap, and sometimes you can't do anything about it. But I think that Janet and Rhonda do the best that they can with that. And we're all adults, and we can all make choices. And we need to be respectful of the people who do such excellent planning. And that's my story, and I'm sticking. All right. Thanks, Jeanette. And I think we've got time for one more. Oh, no, I guess real fast. Okay, next up is Cache. Okay, Cache. Hi, everybody. Uh, one thing I want to say is I enjoyed my convention experience. One thing that I will say, because um, there's a lot being said that's been good and room for improvement, is the banquet time. Is there any way to put, uh, to make use of the banquet space while we're in dinner that makes it feasible for in person and virtual maybe running the scholarship winners running whether running the angels presentation uh, that's one of the things that i want you to consider is there something that can be put in that void 
And the second thing is volunteers. I beg as a low vision person who wanted to volunteer at the information desk that we consider that blind and low vision alike still have something to participate and offer to that service. Because um, I was told that I didn't speak Braille. I didn't speak Braille that there was no need for me to volunteer. And I, I was going to heard about that. So oh, I do want us to improve and recognize everybody has something to yep. offer when it I'm, comes to volunteering. Thank you so much. All right. And I'm, I'm sorry about that. And yes, I did hear about having something during the dead dinner time during the banquet. And that is a good idea. I thought we were actually doing something during that. But I know we have to get going because our time is up. So I want to thank everyone for being here. Katie, thank you for taking notes. And Steve and Herbie and um, um, why am I blanking on your names? Clubhouse. Um, thank you all very much. Kayla, sorry, couldn't think of your name for a second. Thank you all for being here and complete the survey. <laughs>